Good morning, DMDS, and welcome back. I'm your host, Victoria Rugli, and I will be introducing you to our DMDS 2020 student cohort. This way we can get to know some of our fellow students a little better. If you want to introduce yourself or be part of this podcast in any way, feel free to message me. So let's get started with Good Morning DMDS. Today I'm joined by Melissa from Reunion, who's actually a very talented henna drawer. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Victoria. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your henna drawing skills? Okay, yes. So I started uh, doing henna when I was a kid and around 15. And then when I was 18, I created a Facebook page uh, to propose my services of henna for henna birthday uh, parties and things like that. Yeah, I really like henna because it's so easy to draw. You know, I'm not able to draw on the paper with a pen, <laughs> really. But uh, with henna, it's so, so easy. So yeah, that's why I really like it. Every time I used to check on Pinterest, a lot of inspiration. And yeah, you find so many uh, different kind of henna and so nice. So what do we have to do to get you to draw on our hands? <laughs> you can just text me and then we can set up a meeting and I will do your henna. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm already <laughs> looking forward to it. Yes, yes. Once Corona is over, we're going to do a big henna party. Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? Where did you live most of your life? What are your influences? So I come from uh, Reunion Island. Uh, this is um, where my family comes from, <laughs> uh, where I was born and where I grew up. Uh, so I studied there. I did a bachelor in business management. And uh, yeah, I had uh, such an amazing childhood close to my family uh, because here it's very small. And then I decided to move to France to do my master. I don't know anything about Reunion, so I have to ask. <laughs> okay, so it's a very, very nice island. Uh, first, I know that a lot of people don't even know where it's located. So it's basically next to Madagascar, and between Madagascar and Mauritius. And if you don't even know where is it, it's okay. Let's say that it's just next to South Africa. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically it's a French island. So we have French regulation, French language. Everything is like in France, but we are just far away. <laughs> I'm very big fan of my island. <laughs> I like the, the culture and the mixity because uh, most of the islands... Uh, we have been populated by so many different countries and origins. And that's why now we are so mixed. I, I really like that. Are your influences from different cultures? Is your family from many places all over the world? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> like almost everyone here. My mom's side, uh, they came from India, China and France. And from my dad's side, they came from Madagascar and Africa and France also. So, yeah, very mixed. So you have many different influences. Yes, yes. And it played a big role in my education and my way of seeing life. Yes. That's actually really cool. So you did your internship in Dubai. That was right after your baccalaureate, right? It was during my bachelor. So 
basically one year after my baccalaureate. So yes, I did an internship there because I always feel attracted for this destination. But since a long time before, actually, it was the opportunity because it was an internship that was mandatory abroad. So I decided to start to apply uh, for internship there. And thank God I finally found one. It was so difficult. I was so happy to move there to learn completely new culture. It was such a whole new world, actually, compared to Rainy Island. There is nothing similar, you know. <laughs> that must be really nice. Was Dubai your first time you were abroad? Uh, almost. When I was 15, I did a study trip with school uh, to Germany. But yes, you know, it was with the school and everything. But yeah, moving alone abroad, yes, it was the first time. I was 19 and yet it was to Dubai. <laughs> and actually, I, I loved it so much that then I wanted to do again another internship there. Mm, so for this year, unfortunately, I didn't find any because it was so difficult to find one. So I started to apply around. So in the Middle East, in the Gulf countries, finally, I found one in Qatar. So I did my internship in Qatar this year. And I really, really loved it also. So yeah. So you're an expert on Middle East now. <laughs> oh my god, not expert, but I would love to. <laughs> what were the industries where you did your internship at? I did both in uh, hotels. <laughs> but I, I didn't do uh, hospitality uh, management uh, at school, but I just did business management. But I don't know why I ended up in hotels every time. But I really love <laughs> What did you love about it? So yeah, I know that it might sound a bit stupid for some people, um, but I, for me, the environment is very, very important. Working in a hotel, I just love the fact that you enter the morning, the lobby, everything is nice, it smells good, then you go to your office, and you know, I love it. <laughs> The working environment is so important. Definitely. And also, why I really love uh, hospitality, because it has so many uh, different kind of jobs. You can have someone working in finance and someone working in front office and someone working in laundry. You have so many different kind of backgrounds and against the cultural diversity. I really love that. Yeah, I agree. Let's move on to something a little more personal. What do you think are your best and worst qualities? I will start with my worst quality. <laughs> and that's um, way too shy. Uh, it takes me uh, some time <laughs> uh, to adapt to a new environment. And I know that sometimes it can be seen as being asocial. But it's not really the case. It's just that, uh, you know, I'm really independent and it just takes time for me to open up. <laughs> so then it must be difficult for you to move around. Yes, but it's also one of the reasons uh, I decided to uh, do internships abroad because I know that it's uh, the best way to get out, get out of my comfort zone. So, yes, I really improve my social socializing skills <laughs> there so yes yeah that's a good way to improve your socializing skills so what about your best quality i would say that i'm open-minded um because it's really important for me uh to go beyond what we can 
have in mind about people or situation because we basically never know and life can be so surprising. So yes, being open-minded is very important. <laughs> How do you define the open-mindedness? Like when, when you talk to people about their culture and religion, are you like that you don't have a certain point of view and you just like listen to them or how is it exactly you say the word it's listen i think listen is the key for a lot of things and it's also the key to be open-minded is that before having thoughts about something about, uh, before starting to think to oh maybe this or that no just listen to people and yeah it helps a lot to be open-minded so yeah yeah and form your opinion after you've listened That's really good. Do you have a motivation that you live by? No, I, I mean, I mean, life motivates to be happy. <laughs> of course, it might sound super simple, but it's actually the most important one. If you're happy with what you are doing, with who you are, then it's fine. <laughs> That's true. How do you define happiness? Is there like something where you say, this always makes me happy? Okay, when you are saying this to me, I automatically think about my family. So I would say, for me, happiness is being with the right person uh, that you really want to at the moment that you want to also. And automatically, I'm thinking about my family. I think that for me, I'm happy when I know that my family is well, that I'm around them. Um, yes. <laughs> Hopefully. Is there something your family does that is special for Christmas? Um, basically, uh, yes, for this festive season, we are all uh, with the whole family together and uh, eating lobster. <laughs> lobster? Of course. Wow, that's an amazing <laughs> food for Christmas. I've yes. heard many things, but lobster is a first. Yes, I mean, seafood is amazing. That's actually, I've, I've, I've never thought about that, but that makes so much sense because it's probably like very fresh where you are, right? Yes, yes and actually um, here it's summer actually. <laughs> so it's the season of fruits and everything. So yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> no, don't be. <laughs> Do you have a life lesson that you want to share with everyone? Um, I think I will share one thing that my mom always told me is uh, that uh, ne jamais dire jamais. So to never say never. And actually, I think it starts to really make sense for me um, because you never know what can happen in life. And it's just a way of don't say No, or don't say, oh, no, never, I will never do this, do that. I will never be like this or like that. Because sometimes in somehow, in few weeks, in few months, in few years, you can end up being exactly like that. So, yes, you never know. <laughs> I like that. What is it in French? Ne jamais dire jamais. Oh, that's beautiful. Everything sounds better in French. <laughs> oh, again, no. So then you I, should learn uh, Creole. Creole? Yes. It's our language here. 
but it's not a you know formal language, official language. It's uh, just a language between locals. What does it sound like? It really sounds like French, but a bit mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> like a mixed French. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for doing this interview. Thank you, Victoria. <laughs>